Hello and welcome to Care Insights with the Outstanding Society, a podcast created to share and celebrate best practice, help others to improve and learn more about the amazing career opportunities within social care. In this episode, listen as the three lead organisations, University College London, Care England and the Outstanding Society provide an update of the progress made to date as they seek to take the next step in this unique research opportunity within social care. Wonderful. Well, welcome everyone. It's a it's our final working group meeting of the year, and I, I think you know we, we'd like to thank you all for attending. We've had a few apologies today, but I think we've achieved so so much. Um, it's actually been since September. We've we've managed to onboard so far over 650 care homes already. Um, we've got lots of stakeholder engagement. We have been invited or have already spoken at lots of different regional and national events, and that's continuing into 2023 as well. And we've also got a lot of support from the CQC. We've been doing a lot of um, podcasts around research and social care, and and we actually released one last week with with some providers, um, and it was really interesting. Um, it's a care home that's got outstanding in five of the Chloe's, um, and they're really excited about the project going forward. And one of the questions was, where were we with um, research and social care? prior to this and they said we couldn't even tell you about research and social care and they were really excited about it so so i think that just gives an example from a provider's point of view where we are now martin can i just ask you to give a bit of a summary of of where you think how far you think we've come within the working group so far please yes certainly zoe and i think there has been fantastic progress I cannot think of any other particularly research-based thing where there has been so much done and so quickly. I think what we saw in the pandemic was the need for research that would help us to make informed decisions and I think Rivaldi really showed that it was an opportunity for people to be involved in research that had an impact and often so much of research is about the long term. Well this has been something that was clear and needed and has been really important defining how we take decisions that will improve the sector into the future. Uh, I particularly want to say I think the engagement has been fantastic and it's been so good to see how you've reached out very positively to the sector. You've got a lot of engagement from the sector as well and I think partly that's because people do see the benefit of this. Um, I think also you've made sure that you've used very different forums, so you've used the internet, you've used events, you've made sure that people have opportunities to connect and can see the benefits of Vivaldi. And I think that co-production is really manifest as well in the partnership. It's great to have a partnership with the Outstanding Society, with Care England and with researchers at UCL so that we're all working together and, and we're all seen as equal partners in this process. And I think that's been really outstanding. So I think we have got in a very short time a very good framework of how to deliver research into practice. And that's why I think it's really important that we use that as our platform to move forward. We cannot lose the momentum that we've had. Now, I want to pay tribute, Zoe, to you and all your colleagues, but also, Laura, to you and your colleagues, because you've really gone about this in a very collaborative way. And I think that's been one of the definers of the success. 
So, so that was my sort of overview of, of, of what I thought were the essential elements that have made this such a successful programme. Fantastic. Thank you very much, Martin. And if I can hand over to Laura now, you must be de delighted with what you've already achieved within Vivaldi and where the project is now going. Yes, uh, thanks, Zoe, and thanks to Martin as well. Yeah, I mean, I would say that it's been fantastic working with uh, the OS and Care England, and it does feel like we've made a lot of progress and um, something that felt quite impossible at uh, the beginning of last year, you know, the idea of how might we actually start building on what we've done in, in the pandemic to create this long-term programme now starts to feel more tangible. And, and over the last four to six months now, what we've been trying to do is to go from an idea that's in various people's heads into an idea that is owned by everyone and that everyone gets to shape and to start trying to problem solve uh, from where we were at the start to where we want to get to. And by that, I mean identifying providers who are motivated by the idea of taking part. And clearly that's work that Zoe has led brilliantly with 650 odd care homes signed up, but also starting to think through the technical challenges. How do we get the data into the NHS? What are we going to do with the data? What are the different um, mechanisms that we want for oversight and governance to make sure the data is only being used in ways that are totally aligned with the needs, values and priorities of the sector? And, and so over the past few weeks and months, I hope what we started to do is to kind of surface solutions and have discussions about those that everybody is feeding into. And that now over the coming three months from January to March, we can start diving into that in more detail and really starting to say this is our concrete plan for delivering this programme from April onwards next year. So uh, really, I mean, for me, it's just been a massive thank you. And isn't it incredible what can be achieved when everybody puts their heads together? Absolutely. Thank, thank you very much, Laura. And I guess we, we said that today would be a, be a very short session, but what we want to talk about are the different work streams going forward now for, from January to March and what we want to, to try and achieve. So could we have the next slide, please, Alan, and I'll hand you back across to, to Laura, who will be leading on the governance and oversight work stream. Yeah, I'm afraid I've got the one with the most boring title here, but never mind. So governance and oversight. So what we mean by this is what is our model for getting permission to use the data? And we've previously talked about this, the um, pros and cons of getting informed consent from residents versus uh, getting permission to use the data without consent, but having the opt out option. And so the idea in this work stream is to unpack that in more detail, think about what it would look like, and think about what the governance and oversight for the shared data platform might look like. So that's primarily who should sit in those groups, but also thinking about what processes might we put in place to enable people to access and use the data for agreed purposes. Uh, there are also going to be conversations about the practicalities because we recognise if we're asking providers to share data, 
data governance, uh, uh, data protection and governance are complex and how can we simplify that process? And so what we're suggesting is that we develop template agreements for things like uh, data privacy impact assessments so that whenever care homes are onboarded, we can provide a, a package of, of tools so the majority of the work has already been taken care of. And so we're looking for people to join that group and help us think through all of those different elements over uh, the next three months. Fantastic. Thank you, Laura. And what we'll be doing with, with the slides is sending out draft terms of reference and, and dates for the meetings to take place next year. Next slide, please, Alan. I'd like to hand over to Katie Thorne now. We're absolutely delighted that, that Katie is going to be part of leading on the data work stream due to her expertise. Over to you, Katie. Thank you. Thanks, Zoe. Uh, so there's sort of got, we've spoken quite a lot about how we're going to get access to data going forward in this project. And a lot of the care providers who've been part of the working group have been really clear that they want to make sure the burden isn't high on them so that they can take part without so really what we'll do in the data work stream is be looking at some of the digital mechanisms that potentially we could take to sort of ensure that where possible we're looking at automation for data flows um, and also making sure we're really not adding additional burden to people who are already busy filling out a lot of different data collections. Um, so we'll be working quite closely in terms of stakeholders with software suppliers to understand what's possible in this space. We don't want to exclude people as well, so we won't be saying it's all going to be automatic. If you're not using a digital care record, we'll also be looking into that. Um, but we'd also like care providers to join as well to sort of say what's feasible for you. Um, I'm just going to keep it quite high level for now for time, but happy to sort of provide more detail if anyone would like that. Fantastic. Thank, thank you very much, Katie. Um, and next slide, please. And I think the, the OS has got has got one of the um, one of the nicest work streams to lead on, which which is engagement, which we're, we're actually really looking forward to. Um, so ultimately, we're looking to co-produce engagement and communi communication strategy for, for the project. And that's for the for the initial pilot and longer term going forward. Um, we're very aware that, that all providers won't have a resident, a relative to, to be part of these working groups, but we have already had a few people saying that they want to be involved. We're obviously involving people like Health Watch, Impact, Health, Health Foundation, learning on, on what people have done um, through DATCHA, for example. We envisage this group having four meetings between January and the end of March, um, with, with the first one being held towards the end of January. So again, we'll be sending out draft terms of reference um, and, and an end point as to, as to where we want to get to. Um, all of these work streams will have somebody from the three organisations sitting on them, but they've obviously got their, their clear leads. Um, and it's going to be very, very much task and finish orientated. Next slide, please, Alan. This work stream, we, we don't really need people to get involved with, so it's about the onboarding, which the OS are already leading with. Um, we'll be having ad hoc meetings with groups, individual care homes. We're already doing regional and national events. Um, we've got our care home meeting this Thursday where we've invited GPs, people from ICSs, um, and Ruth Endicott is also speaking at that meeting as well, because it's it's not just about Vivaldi, it's about research in social care and, and raising that profile as well. Um, 
Um, I think it's going to be dependent on the individual organisations, how we move forward between January and March. But we're very, very aware that we don't want to take up people's time. So it will most probably be that we maybe have one or two meetings where we uh, where we actually invite all of our stakeholders along um, or just have a, a, a long, longer term sort of like providers meeting towards the end of that time. Next slide, please, Alan. So what we envisage is in, in April, at the very beginning of April, um, we come together again with all of our stakeholders, hopefully everybody that's been part of, the, of this working group over the last five sessions, um, will bring together those different work streams um, and talk about the next steps. Next slide, please, Alan, which I think is the final one. Can I ask um, Laura? Martin, Charlie, Katie, have I missed anything out at all, please? No, I don't think so. I think that was very comprehensive, Zoe, as always. Fantastic. Thank you. Laura? Yeah, thanks, Zoe. Yeah, a great um, summary. I, the only thing I would add is just to just to try and give you a sense of where we're trying to get to. So our goal from April would be to get a pilot project set up, aiming to run it for 12 months in somewhere between 500 and 1500 care homes. So we're being very ambitious here. Um, and the idea would be that we would start generating reports for providers so that you get useful things back. We're really all about trying to return useful information uh, and then hopefully it will, it will expand from there, but that, that's the plan. Fantastic. Thank you, Laura. And could I open up? Has anybody got any questions at all that they'd like to ask or comments around where we're going from here? Fantastic. Well, the slides and recording will all be available on the website. Everything that we've done so far has been shared with all the relevant groups. Um, thank you very much on behalf of the three organisations for everybody who's been part of the, the last five working groups. Hope you have a good afternoon. The Outstanding Society is a community interest company. It's free to join and is open to everyone. You don't need to have an outstanding rating to be a member.